Hello, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy. Today, it's all about volunteering, and we titled this one, The Power of One. Here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. Hello, Christy and Bree. Hello, Brad. Hello, audience, podcast, family. Great to have you here for another episode. It's good to be back. Today, as we talk about the power of one, we should talk about the power of balance. (laughs) Balancing everything in your life. Keeping up with it, so. Because you're looking at one thing while we're doing another? What do you you mean? What are we balancing? Working on my stuff for the podcast. (laughs) What are we balancing? Because we missed last week. We did miss last week. Two weeks, actually, I think. Has it been one week? Mm. It's just one. one. We just just missed one. one. Oh. Bree, Bree has traveled very since then, long. and she's been in a car for a while. And I don't know what she I'm is doing. back here now with us, though in in the um, studio, and we are ready to get started. The power of one, one driver. <laughs> you needed more than one, huh, Bree? That also feels like a math problem. <laughs> to the oneth power, the oneth power. <laughs> yeah, um, it can be rough being the only driver, or if, again, one plus one plus one, is that <laughs> doing the math? One plus one plus one is not still one, Brie. It's not one times one, one plus. So um, Obviously, we struggle with math over so here. We do, but we are, we are not struggling with math today. We're going to talk about the power of one. One person doing things for the right reason with the right attitude can really change. A lot. A lot. It can change a lot of people's perspective. It can change a lot of situations. It can, um, we talk about your attitude a lot, but we are going to talk today about, Brad and I have been to some things lately that, um, in the last couple of weeks that, uh, it's, some of it's about volunteering. Some of it's about, um, ways you can be help outside of volunteering, um, and just the importance of all that and, and all of these different things. And then we had a, a speaker here at the church that came in and and he talked about you can do all that and the, the reasons that you do it are for multiple reasons or whatever. But if you do it with the wrong attitude, even if you're doing it for the right reason, but you have the wrong attitude, your attitude just really stinks. It's not you have a lot more power to ruin it than you do to actually help it. So today Absolutely. we're going to talk about volunteering your time, your resources, and all those things. But first, Brad, catch us up. What's going on in your life? It has been a whirlwind as we're kicking off our fall, you know, in the church world. Everything's spinning back and uh, things are happening and uh, we're getting ready. We've been preparing for our retreat where the men and women go away to all timbers and Spend two days and a night um, diving deeper into what God would have them to do. And if you're part of our audience and you would like to know more information about that or join Christy and I, along with many others at this retreat, we would love to have you come. And so we've been working on that. Yeah, you can look on our website at our um, church website or (laughs) our app app, and um, it'll tell you about the summits. But so what else have you been? Have you volunteered for anything this week? What about what's going on with you, Bree? I'm, I'm really interested in hearing about, because I've only heard of it in passing, when Christy has to volunteer to go get that bull every morning, every Sunday morning. <laughs> I don't know whether that's volunteering or necessary evil, if you want to know the truth. But, um, Update on the farm, we have a bull that 
continues to get out. We have a bull that continues to get out. And the funny thing about this bull is it's not like he gets out and says, yay, I'm free. I'm making a run for it. He gets out and literally walks around the perimeter of the pasture and is like, hey, put me back in, people. And then starts making this obnoxious noise. And, he, get back and in. he makes this horrible noise, like literally saying, hey, I'm out. Come get me and put me back in. And it's very annoying. And um, if you are thinking about becoming a um, farmer, that owns cows i would just say to you make sure your fences are all very stable we did have a problem with our fence and we did it took us out it took us a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. yeah it's out of control we we did figure it out Um, we thought we fixed it we thought it was a gate and then it wasn't a gate and then we fixed the gate and anyway but yes we have fixed the fence the cow has been in for two 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 Sundays. But the part that Bree's talking about is that he decides to get out um, at, um, well, one time at midnight. That was Brad's. And, um, but before that, it was. Two Sunday mornings in a row when Christy was dressed for church, and they don't. He did, he does not get out when like Brad goes. Brad comes to church <laughs> earlier than me, and he never gets out and starts making his horrible noise until like right at time to go to church in the Sunday shoes, in the dress, all that. And I'm like wrangling cows. You know, it's not like this. You you see these pictures like you know cowboy hats and boots and all this fancy Western wear. No, it's in like. Heels her and Sunday's best. sandals and, yeah, so this cow. Oh, we've got that under control, and he has a rendezvous at Destiny, so, I mean, we're all well on the way. So We are, we are, so you that's what's been going on in my world. It's the fall, uh, man, it's in the air. We're so excited about that. It's cool. Um, it's the last roundup of hay season, so we're trying to get that done. A Brad's lot going spending on. a lot of tractor time, so he's in a good on, mood so. and happy. He likes yeah. to be on the tractor, so. But as we are doing all of this and we're planning all of our um, fall activities and fall stuff, we have been to a couple of different things. We went to a local um, CAN or Children's yeah, Advocacy Children's Network. Advocacy, yeah, yeah. We went to the the local um, annual fundraiser annual fundraiser raiser banquet, and um, the main thing that they had a really really um, they had a little they didn't have a speaker this year. They had a video that was made. I don't know, Brie, if I told you about this, about how awesome this video was about what exactly they do locally. But one of the things that stood out the most is the reason one of the ladies on the video talked about why do you volunteer? Why do you give money? You're giving of your money, but why do you also give of your time? And it's so important to do those things, but why do you do it? And hers was a very personal story. And um, we have personally had people that have been helped by the same network. And so we know like what all they can do. But a lot of times you don't you don't even know what what it is that needs to be done. Like if I said I would volunteer time or whatever, I don't know what needs to be done. Or I think it takes a lot more time than I think. What else can I do? So what are you willing to give to help where you're needed? That's one of the questions. And one of the main things and Darcy spoke on the video about this is the personal reasons for giving and there's so many great causes out there even if um you know you don't know like what were you a girl scout give to the girl scouts were you you know whatever but find something in your area that you can help in some way volunteer something there's no matter where you are you can be anywhere from alaska to florida there's something near you that needs your help now 
what kind of help do they need? Some people, some some organizations need financial help. Some people say we have plenty of money. We don't have any people to do the money to use the money. Mm-hmm. You know, so they need your hours of service or whatever. But the main thing is find something that you are passionate about. I am not passionate about cows, so that is not volunteering, Bree. <laughs> but I am passionate about children. I do love to help children. And um, the Costa Network, which is the local um, Children's Advo- Advocacy Network, local one is called CASA, or we refer to it as CASA here, which is Children's Advocacy Service Association. Association yeah. And... Um, they are. They do so many great things to help with children um, who are coming out of bad situations. Some of them are orphaned for unknown reasons or whatever. Some of them are in just bad situations or, and are taken away from the parents. But they, um, they help them go through all the different steps. They have advocates there that go to court with the children and make sure that the, the children are, you know, personally not in the crossfire but the adults stand up and are are voices for the children and they just do such great work and we love that and that's why we were at the fundraiser and so anyway our point my point is the reason but then again your attitude how important is your attitude the difference in attitude of helping a casa situation or helping a cow my attitudes are totally different in those two <laughs> things, I can promise you. At CASA, I honestly did not want to get dressed up and go out that night. But when I went, I was happy. I was great. With the cow, I did not want to deal with the cow. And when I was finished, I was frustrated and for hating one, cows. For one, and you had to get dressed up for The other one, you had to get dressed down. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get dressed down. I was in, yeah. But anyway, it um, just the attitude and and I think it's so important to keep the right attitude. You know, people, we, we um, especially coming up as the holidays come, you're going to hear a lot of different things give to this or your church. A lot of people give in Christmas donations and stuff. And they, oh, oh I give once a year. This is my um, volunteering or this is my donation or this is my one thing, you know, one thing a year or whatever. The one thing, the one thing I think that keeps people from volunteering, though, is time. You know, because they're just like, how can I put one more thing on my schedule? You know, like, I want to do this, and there's so many good things out there, and there are so many organizations that need your help. And Christy's right. A lot of times they need help more than they need their money. And so, but when you think about this, and you begin to connect the dots, the one thing that volunteers seem to not have and that keeps us from wanting to volunteer is time. And you're like, is it really worth that commitment? Am I really worth going to put that much time into it? And then the other thing is, when you think about that, though, is that volunteers really don't have to have time. They have to have the heart for it. And if you have the heart for it, you'll find the time for it. Because where your treasure is, there your heart is. And so what you treasure, well, you know, if you treasure helping whatever it is that you're passionate about, your heart's Mm going to be there when your heart's in something. You know, and you may be caught up in something, and churches are terrible about this. You know, we guilt, they have this propensity to, excuse me, want to guilt people into volunteering or serving but you know a family of grace we we say all the time if you're in a role that's not breathing life into you then just give it up and find one that will breathe life into you because we were created to serve and we're never more like jesus than when we're serving others um it's an amazing context when you think about that i found this uh quote it's by an interesting person that you normally don't hear quotes by but audrey hepburn Hepburn, and here's what she said. She says, as you grow older, you'll discover 
that you have two hands, one for helping yourself and one for helping others. And so I thought that was an interesting quote. You know, so with one you help yourself and one you turn around and give back to somebody else. And so in that, there's so many things that we do. You know, we have so many ministries here, our mentoring ministry with Cultivate and helping other people. And sometimes it's just being there, the value of presence, you know, being a, a word of encouragement, someone that's there that can do these things. And, you know, Bree helps lead our mentoring ministry called Cultivate, and she's on the technical side of it. But she also can tell you that you don't have to teach a class. You don't have to help teach kids to read. If you just come by during rec time and let them have interaction with you, it's amazing just how much your presence somewhere can make a significant difference. That's true. And and you don't have to worry about, like, some people are like, I'm not comfortable around kids. Those kids will come to you. They'll ask you questions you want to answer. They literally flock, and then they, they do get all in your business. They get all in your business. They will ask you questions you want to answer and questions you do not. They will ask you questions comparing your answers to other people's. Sure will. <laughs> they will, they will um, keep you entertained for quite a while. But um, another thing you were talking about, the time, one of the verses in this um um, that I was looking up some things and studying up for this podcast. It says, kindness to the poor is a loan to the Lord, and he will reward you. Mm. Yeah, that's good. He will reward the lender. So if you give your time, if you give your kindness, is, is the um, word in my Bible. Um, but if you do that, he will give you back. Whoever is generous to the to the poor or to the needy or to the whatever version of the Bible you look at, the word Bree and I were just comparing versions. Mm-hmm. That that um, but God's going to pay it back, and God's not going to pay you back one hour for an hour. He's going to give you rest in many more hours than just the one or mm-hmm. the half hour or the twenty minutes or whatever you go and donate your time to your cause or whatever. So think of it like that. You're doing that not only as you're as you're talking about, and I'm talking about the reasons we volunteer, the attitude we have toward it. It's going to God, mm-hmm. and God's going to bless it. It's a loan it. to the Lord. That's a great word. It's gonna God's going to bless it many fold. I'm not going to say a certain number fold, tenfold, or whatever, because mm-hmm. I mean you don't know how it's going to. And and not only to you are you going to be repaid, but God's going to bless whoever you are volunteering for and and in and whatever. And many of you are unsung heroes, you know, like you're never going to be celebrated. You're never going to win the award like that. You're not in it for that or you're not even in a position where they have awards for it. But, you know, you're the unsung heroes because what happens in so many organizations that are changing the lives of so many people, people never even know their name. Um, I, I became really sick last weekend. In fact, it's still in my voice today, but um we have something every year called Level Up, and it's where we honor our volunteers, um, where we celebrate them, and then where we ask people, who who are you bringing behind you? Who are you, some of you, stepping up for the first time? And um, a very dear friend of mine, Nathan Martin, came and, and shared. Um, and he, I, I first met Nathan uh, 20-something years ago or 18 years ago when my kids started attending Grace School, Grace Christian Christian School, he would come every Wednesday for chapel and lead worship with his guitar. 
and he's still doing that. He said he. I think he's in his twenty first year. Twenty first year of doing it. He's he has never graduated from elementary. He goes to elementary chapel every Wednesday, and and he started volunteering when his kids were there. Right, and now they have graduated college. from college and had kids of their own. He's a grandfather, and he's still doing it. But when our second generation started attending there, they were like, they would come home, Mr. Nathan, Mr. Nathan, Mr. Nathan, and you know it. It's just the truest form, like. Nobody knows he does that, unless you know what I mean. Like unless in you're the there. city, unless you're there. But it's that faithful presence and being there. And you know, he he talked about how so many times, and I was on medicine, so I missed a lot of this. But it was a powerful part. How sometimes so many people carry such a significant impact, and people don't even know their name. Right. He did talk about that, and he talked about a. He, he called out a name from the Bible that I cannot repeat because I literally cannot repeat it. Like, I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> it. But um, uh, he his job, his only job that we know of in the Bible, we don't know anything else at all about him except that he took the book of the letter that Paul wrote to the Philippian church. He was... Paul was in jail. He was given the job to go take this around to all the churches. That was his only job. That's the only time we know, know of him in the scripture or whatever. But um, and then it ends up in the Bible. And Brother everybody Nathan who said, has the Bible. you know, what if he had, he only had one thing and it wasn't really important. Just carry this letter around and show it to some people. You know, that's not something like I want to be the ruler of the country or mm-hmm. I want to be the guy that gets to cut off somebody's ear in the Bible. I want to be the, you know, the big guy, the, wow. the guy that you remember. Right. The guy with the sword that cut off the ear and not just randomly cut off an ear. Sorry. The guy that's wielding that the sword. Very well out there. Easy podcast <laughs> world. But this guy's just like, you don't have to be in danger. You don't have to do anything. Just take letters and let them read them. Mm-hmm. But again. A courier. If, you ha- if he hadn't done it, if he hadn't been successful, we wouldn't have the book of Philippians. Which is one of my favorite epistles of Paul. And, um, you know, it has so many quotes that, you know, I'm literally totally blank on all the quotes that come out of Philippians right now. You can do all things through Christ. That, that, <laughs> see? Yeah, that one. <laughs> the power of the resurrection. Um, but he said, you know, the, and, and Pastor, Mark, uh, Pastor Nathan pointed out, you know, you wouldn't have any of those quotes. That mm-hmm. that when Brad says, oh, yeah, you know, that yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, I've heard that all my life. Or the pastor preached on that or whatever. We wouldn't have any of it if this one guy had said, no, that's not important enough Mm -hmm. for me to worry about. And so it's important when we think about this, because, again, Jesus says, I want you to love me with all your heart, soul, mind and strength, which is the four capacities that we can show love and then love our neighbor as ourselves. Yes. And spread it. Spread the, the neighborly. I mean, you don't have one neighbor. You know, you like the guy on the right. You don't like the guy on the left. You don't get to choose. Um, you do have multiple neighbors, and and that's whole that's whole sermon series. Who is your neighbor? We don't we yeah. don't want to go into that, but anybody you can be nice to. It doesn't cost you anything to say hello, and that's a big deal to some people. It's the a fact very that big deal, and I love greeting people. But I don't like when they don't greet me back. I know. Also, the power of someone's name spoken. Mm-hmm. Knowing huge. someone's name. Yes, yeah. to speak someone's name. For a person that's been called the wrong name so very many times in my life, yes. I have an older sister, and I have answered to, um, it's very funny that we have twin daughters, and Emily is now in, they're separate for the first time, and um, 
Emily has a friend named Abby in school and so the teacher or another person in the group will call on abby and emily will look up ready to answer because she's so used to answering to the other name but a, a correct kindly spoken by name is it's even it's even greater obviously it has a better uh, um impact on you you're right so in all of this my whole point in in asking brad to talk about this and it always goes better when Brad has the subjects because he's like calm and delivers these things. And I feel like I just kind of like talk a lot. You're doing great. You're doing great. And, um, but I want to talk about volunteering because it is so important. And it, it is the time of the year where, where people start asking you for donations and asking you to volunteer and schools and all this. And, and like we said, our Cultivate ministry is starting back right now, our Undefeated ministry on Wednesday nights. And Whatever church you are in probably has some kind of um, thing that starts back during school that you could go and volunteer for. But even if you're like, I can't do kids at all, they have, I mean, colleges have things that you can go in and volunteer for. You know, adult literacy, you only deal with adults. You don't have to worry about little kids at all. So whatever it is, find your one thing and whatever your one reason is, you know, and um, again, I'm going back to Darcy. Darcy said her one reason was, because she needed it so badly as a child and didn't have it. Mm. Wow. Like she literally thinks what, how, how different her life could be if she had had the support that CASA offers the local kids, if she had had that support when she was young. And she didn't, so she thinks it's so important to volunteer, to give, to give time. She's on the board of CASA, um, Darcy is. I don't know Darcy's last name. James. Darcy James, so I'm just calling her Darcy. But... Um, She's on the board of CASA, and she it's that's something so close to her heart. But there's so many great volunteer organizations out there. And even if they're not, even if it's just a local church and you're like, I just want to come here and help, do mm-hmm. that. Because whatever little bit of time that you give or little bit of, of well, uh, kindness you know, that you uh, give, God's going to pay it back to you. Something that our superintendent, Jeff Powell, has done is he has something called Hello uh, uh, Together Tuesdays. Together Tuesdays. Hello Tuesdays. It could be Hello, Hello Tuesday. Tuesday. But um, once a month, once a month on the first. first Tuesday of every month, he encourages people to go to one of the local schools and just be there and wave at the kids and give them a fist bump when they're getting off the bus or getting out of the cars. And, you know, we were there last month, this month, actually, at Martin Park, and you're like, man, what difference does it make? I feel like I'm not making any difference. But actually it does. Like you see a kid coming in, they're depressed and it's early morning, and then all of a sudden they see you and the smile comes on. And so if all you ever do is put a smile on one person's face, that's amazing. And both of our kids came home talking about who was at their school. Mm-hmm. There were extra Because it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile. It does. Um, there were cheerleaders at our school. And... <laughs> Bradley was like, that's a lot of stuff first thing in the morning. But <laughs> then he came home and was laughing about some of the things they did or said or whatever. When and so, you know, that's, a, that's so simple. And you're like, well, that's really not worth the effort. But if it makes one person have a kind gesture, it goes such a long ways. And the thing you have to remember about volunteering is the Bible says that Paul planted and Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. Some people plow the ground, some plant the seed, some weed it, some water it, and they never see the harvest. But if you're faithful, somebody 
will receive the harvest from what you're doing. But you have to be faithful. So be faithful in your spot, in your thing, in what you're doing. And you will see great things happen. Man, just the power of one. The power of one kind act, one kind gesture. You know, one one smile, one greeting, one positive salutation to somebody can make a huge difference in so many ways. Definitely. So so we are um, just encouraging you to go out and volunteer, volunteer your time, volunteer. Even if you can't leave and you're sitting at home and you're like, I cannot go out of my house and do that, you can pray. Just pray for people. Pray for these kids. Every day a teacher needs your prayer. Even if you don't know their name, you just know that they have something to do with kids. They could always use your prayers. Um, and so if you will, please join us in doing that, volunteering your time and your Talent. efforts, your talents. And your treasure. Um, if you'll just go go and do that for us, for the your community. Wherever you live, be a difference. Be, be a difference. Light. So, all right. So as you're looking for a place, if you'd like to have more conversations about this or know where a place you could serve, please reach out to us here on the podcast. And when you serve, please, please don't act like you know everything. Don't go in and try to change the whole organization. Be humble and serve consistently. We'll see you next time right here on Real Talk.